Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. This is VSIN Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Big news for our friends in Ohio, the Buckeye State. Oh, look at that. I got that right. I know I did. DraftKings Sportsbook going live in your state this Sunday, January 1 at 12.01 a.m. To celebrate, all new customers will receive $200 in free bets when they sign up today. Now, here's the thing, though. Five lucky customers are going to win a $100,000 free bet. So you've got to go in and be sure and subscribe for this. My question to you, my friend Jeff Parles. A $100,000 free bet was awarded to you. Where are you putting your money? Why don't we go Ohio Flair? You want to do that? Let's go with some Ohio Flair. How about we take the Bengals to repeat as AFC champions? <laughs> You're gonna, you, Let's do you, that. Know, you, would, you would put $100,000. Let's you, do you that. Must, you must be way richer than me. Well, I didn't well, even. First I thought, off, first I thought, off remember, listen, remember. Listen, I'm rich. I thought you were. I th- you must be way richer than no, me. No, 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 no. This is one of those. This is the free roll of a lifetime, Matt Brown. <laughs> I mean. This is the free roll of a lifetime. If you I, Look, I. I know where you're gonna go. You're gonna you're gonna go chalk. You're gonna try to just rack up as much money as you can on chalk here. Maybe I actually think I would go kind of just the one for like try to get a one for one here. I would if they would allow me to get the hundred k down on Bryce Young to go number one overall in the NFL draft. I would plus one twenty. I would put it down as yes. That's where I would go with it. I would try to get you the, would move the market. The, the yes, I would. <laughs> I would try to get the hundred k back. If they would allow me to get that much down on Bryce Young, I mean, listen, everything that I, everything that I've consumed at this point would it would be a pretty major upset if he didn't go number one overall. I mean, he, what he did to Georgia in the SEC championship game last year almost solidified him going number one overall. You had a Georgia defense, Jeff, that basically the entire defense went to the NFL, and he went for 421 yards and three touchdowns in that game, and it was like, oh, this guy's really good, you know, and so. I, I think I'd probably go with the plus 120 there for Bryce Young to go to more. Here's the one thing, though. Remember, mm-hmm. this would take, take effect if you're one of the lucky winners in Ohio. Uh, this would take effect in the new year, which would be after the national semifinal. So you would even know by then, hey, what happens if C.J. Stroud tortures Georgia and Ohio State upsets Georgia? <laughs> then uh, you can uh, you can hold back if you wanted to, man. You got some time. What did you get? What would you be getting on on, on the Bengals to five. repeat five, five to one? So five. you'd be trying to deter, trying to turn that into a half mil. Is what yes. you would be trying to do? Yeah. All right. Well, I'm, I, hey, listen. look, you could go really crazy. Take a. Why, why don't you Why don't you go real crazy here, man? Why don't you take like. Uh, Take like Jacksonville to uh, to to win the AFC, and then we could really have a party if you win. <laughs> Actually, twenty five to one on that. Listen, so I, I mean, it it would have been much much more sexy had the uh, Bucks lost last uh, yesterday. But so I made some some Falcons and Panthers futures in the NFC South back when the rumor was Deshaun Watson was going to one of those two teams. Right? <laughs> Completely forgot about it. And then has come back around to where I was like, oh, my God, these things are live or whatever. And so I had a – I think I have a Panthers 11-1 to 1 or something like that to win the to win the division. And, um, you know, of course, obviously ended up not going there. I thought that ticket was absolute dust. And then yesterday, 
for just a second, I'm sitting here going, oh, wow. This is this is going to be a very very live ticket for me because the Bucks are going to lose this game and then and then they couldn't just they just couldn't get it done they couldn't get it done if it was anybody but Trace McSorley quarterbacking that Cardinals team they were going to win by double digits but it happened to be Trace McSorley and uh, that's that's the way things ended up why why did Carolina's odds shorten almost in half I know they won but they have to win this week to even stay alive to have a chance to win a division the following week. Yeah, because people don't believe in the Bucks, man. That's why. That's why people are coming and going like this team's terrible. You you know what's going to happen now. We needed we needed McSorley to get it done last night because you know what's going to happen now. Tampa's going to win next week against Carolina. They're going to clinch the division. They're going to lose to Atlanta because Brady's going to sit and blame Gabbard and Byron Leftwich's offense can't possibly move the ball at all. And then all of a sudden, we're going to get Dallas as like a six-point road favorite in Tampa. And I think we all know what happens if that ends up happening, Matt. I mean, I just, God. Panthers, this is where we go into there needs to be rule changes. And this is just 30 seconds of sports talk radio here. But if you finish finish below 500, you, you just don't get an automatic bid. Now, if that still gets you in the playoffs because of how everyone else is terrible, then so be it. But like... If, if if you get if you're under 500, you don't get an auto bid just because you win a, a one of the worst divisions in the history of football, and that is basically what's going to happen here. I mean, this is one of the worst divisions in the history of football. Every one of these teams is absolutely horrible. They're all terrible, every single one of them. And one of them gets to get in the playoffs. That's my rant. Well, well, also too, like because everyone is you're complaining this week on Twitter. Mm. Shocking, complaining mm. on Twitter. I know, yeah, I, I know, it's breaking news there, but. Everyone's complaining about both the AFC South and the NFC South, that we could end up with two under 500 teams winning divisions. First off, if you're saying these two divisions are equal, you're just not paying attention. Because Jacksonville has been – the analytics numbers love Jacksonville the whole year. Even when they were Mm. four games under 500, Jacksonville was still clocking in as a top half of the league team, sometimes even a top 12 team because of the way that they destroyed the Chargers and, uh, and won their other games by blowouts. Even the Titans, even the Titans, who have nothing other than Derrick Henry right now going for them, are better than all these jabroni teams in the NFC South. So this happened over the weekend, and this is just a, a bit of a this is just a bit of a, a a real bummer. Honestly, my heart went out for the guy. So Circus Survivor got down oh, to four. Yeah. Circus Survivor <laughs> got down to four people, um, and one of the guys was already home. He had taken the Vikings. Vikings were good to go, and then three people were on the Steelers. And of course, if the Steelers were to lose, then he was going to win the $6 million outright. And, and this is one of the things, scenario, where it's it's really easy for people to go like, oh, yeah, you just got to get a bunch of money down and you start hedging. Well, yeah, in an ideal scenario, in an ideal situation, you would do that. But there's two things in play here. One, he didn't know he was even going to be in that in that spot. I mean, there were, you know, there were still double digit people left in the contest, right? It just happened to be carnage, complete and utter carnage in that, in that early window Two, when he did find out it's Saturday after banks have closed. It's like, there's no way. I mean, you could go and try to drain your accounts, but you couldn't do it. Like there was not banks were not open. I mean, for this you, to happen. I mean, you, you're basically maxed out based off of whatever your ATM, whatever, whatever, is. whatever. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah. I mean, I'm sitting here thinking, I'm like, I'm fortunate enough. Like, I know a bunch of high stakes poker players. And so like, I would just start calling those guys. Cause like they have cash on them, you know, like, I mean, I would just start calling those guys and at least, you know, I'd be able to get probably mid six figures down. Like I probably couldn't get a, my hands on a million bucks or whatever, but like I could probably get mid six figures down at least on that to hedge or something. And, and, but you know, that's not affordable to everybody. I think right. a lot of people don't have those connections. A lot of people don't know those people and stuff. And so I, my heart was dying because 46 seconds left. If you didn't watch that game, and again, I don't know 
you know, if you, if you didn't have like a reason to watch in the background, whatever, yeah. 46 seconds left. The Steelers do end up scoring and win the game. So then the three guys do advance. They had to come right back and make a pick the very next day. The guy that was 46 seconds away from winning $6.13 million ends up where he has the Dolphins. The Dolphins, of course, choke in the second half, don't get it done. And then he goes out a 46 second tick of the clock away from $6.1 million. And to instead. Nothing. Instead, to know, hopefully he was able to get some sort of hedge down. I mean, again, it probably wasn't enough to make him feel good, and I would have had to be like on watch. I'd have needed friends to come over and like like keep me in a room and all the things like that, and let's put on some spa music and all the things like that to to calm me down. But I honestly, I felt I felt sick for this guy because I mean, again, it was just the worst. It was the best worst scenario ever. You never get a chance like that to make a six figure, even a seven figure risk free bet ever in sports betting. But the, but also the worst case scenario because I don't know how you get your hands on the money like he just had to. Get it was it. basically the worst day humanly possible for this to have happened. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but but look, I you know it's it, it, this survivor contest has really become fascinating now down the stretch because yeah. look, I actually think Mad Dog played it right by playing the Dolphins because. Only one other entry had the Chargers. It was going to mm-hmm. likely use the Chargers, which is the one that's on it tonight. And you didn't have Tampa left. So if you get the two upsets to go your way, the other way, you're you're winning the 6.1 anyway. But again, to a to a two to say the very least there, yeah. Matt Brown. And uh, it, it's just one of those like, Honestly, guy, you know, I'm texting around with, with some buddies who are following along as well. And it's, 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 you know, again, there, oh, we actually, might hey, never, uh, Speaking of Tua, yeah, yeah, bring this up because it's just popped across my uh, my feed, and this uh, this is actually going to be pretty important because of what happened earlier in the week from Cameron Wolf uh, of e- of NFL Network. Mike McDaniel said that Tua Tungavailoa is in concussion protocol, and oh. of course, as we know, earlier in the year, oh, this line is moving. Yeah, this so line is a- moving. As we know, earlier in the year, of course, Tua we assume suffered a concussion against Buffalo that. Did not get diagnosed properly, only to flip around and have as scary of a scene as we've seen on a football field in a while on a Thursday night. And now, look, for a guy who's already suffered at least one concussion this year, we've Matt, we I would be stunned if we see him on 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 Sunday in New England. And that even throws week 18 into question, which look, Miami's gotta win at least one of these games in order yeah. to make the playoffs. At this rate. They were one-point favorites on the road at New England. This has now flipped to one-and-a-half in favor of the Patriots at home now over the Dolphins. Total all the way down to 42-and-a-half as well. Here, so. Here's your question. I got a question for you. If you're Mike McDaniel, who do you start if Tua can't go? Because Teddy Bridgewater, in the limited action we've seen yeah. him this year, has been horrendous. Yeah, he's been And terrible. Skyler Thompson, look – I'm not sure Skylar Thompson is capable of winning more than one game here, but at least Skylar Thompson can run. And you could go with a little bit more of a, uh, you go with a Strebler esque offense if you wanted to, if you're Mike McDaniel. Yeah, so uh, he came out and said it's a little early to determine if Tua actually sustained a concussion. If he's in protocol, it's tough to see him playing this week. I would, I would also agree, just because, again, if, if we believe that they have that they have really, really 
stiffened up on what they are going to allow these guys to to do whenever they enter the concussion protocol. You would think with what we've seen already with him that this is going to play a, a very big factor that, in whether he's allowed to play or well, that now that news is ginormous for the seven the run for the seven seed in the AFC because now all of a sudden New England, who look like to be drawing dead, very much whole, alive again. It's a whole new game out there. Hall of Famer Vinny Maiulo on that side. This is VSIN's Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. College Bowl season is here, and VEASAN has you covered. We have picks, spreads, and totals for every single bowl game. Head to VEASAN.com and check out all of our bowl betting coverage while you're there. Now's a great time to become a VEASAN Pro subscriber for only 79 American, and you get access to everything we do from now through the big dance. Head on over to VEASAN.com slash subscribe if you are just tuning in. Some news to attack of Iloa back in the concussion protocol. This line has moved from Dolphins, a one-point favorite on the road, over the Patriots, all the way to two at some of the rest of country books out there. Point and a half pretty much everywhere else. And we will talk about this with our Hall of Famer right here. You can find him on the Twitter machine at VEASAN Vinny. He is Vinny. Mayulo, Vinny. What do you say, boys? Well, you found out about this, I assume, like in the last 10 minutes like we did. Just walking over yeah. right before I came over yeah, last to, 10 the, minutes. Uh, to the studio from the uh, counter here at the South Point. And uh, just to get confirmed, the first thing is you just hold up on the game, literally just lock it out and just, until you, you mm-hmm. find out what is fact uh, and and you know what may be fiction and things like that. We kind of had this whole issue a week ago when I was yeah. on uh, with you and Stormy uh, uh, about uh, Jalen Hurts. So uh, it's okay, especially – with the game, you know, way off, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, this weekend, uh, it's it's fine to just say, you know what, we're going to take a timeout. There's no sense in putting it up right away or adjusting right away until you do get confirmation as to uh, to what is and what isn't. And you know, as we're we're talking off air a little bit too, when did it happen? And, yep. and you know, all this, you know, I mean, did he play part of the game with it, like as it has happened before? So, uh, yeah, it's a little, uh, it's a little uh, still. Uh, uh, uncertain as to uh, the extent of uh, what this injury Listen here. may be. If you are a quarterback out there that is nursing an injury, when Vinny's about to walk in the studio on Monday, you better go hide because you are going down. Like That's right. Goes, Vinny's taking you down. That's man. right. You're off. <laughs> Your whole team is off. Okay, it impacts the whole team. By the way, based off what the, what the again, we we don't know anything yet, but there's a hit that Tua took in the second quarter where it looks like he slammed the back of his head. Uh, I don't. I, so the, are you looking at the Bengals uh, highlights? No, there? no, no, you know, not quite the same. But look, I, I mean, look, I, yeah. I, uh, I, I <laughs> Vinny, I'll ask you this because if it is Teddy Bridgewater, we've seen we saw Teddy Bridgewater for one play against the Jets. He yeah. got concussed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Skyler Thompson finished that game, and then they played the following week after Skyler Thompson got hurt yeah. <laughs> stream against Minnesota, and it was a pretty lackluster performance mm-hmm. where Miami kept moving the ball. Uh, basically five yards of play in a cloud of dust. How much of a difference is this even? Well, this it's it's probably closer to uh, a field goal than uh, uh, than not, first of all, right? But I think there's other factors you have to take into consideration here, too. Uh, you know, we did see the uh, the Dolphins in Buffalo in, in cold weather a, a, a couple of a games ago where they, they, listen, they played okay. They played well, right? Played Better well than a lot of people thought. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, 
the other part of it, guys, is they they've not won a game in a month. I mean, we we've seen them now in in a bit of a tailspin. So I think you've got to take that into consideration too. Uh, at, at, you know, a current form comes into play here, and their current form uh, it, with Tua uh, has not been good. Vinny, how was uh, how was Week 16 for you guys looking out there? I mean, I know that the Cowboys covering was an interesting decision because that number being just all over the place, you know, ever getting down as low as. As, as three all the way up to six and a half, and then back down, kind of settling in that mm-hmm. four, four and a half, things like that. 49ers go out, just absolutely uh, batter the commanders all over the place. And then the Texans with the outright win as well. What, how did everything shape up for you guys? Well, the Texans win was was a good win. Mm-hmm. I mean, if if a team had a win outright, you know, a lot of times, guys, if you if you – uh, if you don't have a big decision uh, on an on an underdog, uh, y- y- if you can get that underdog to win, let's say if the game is balanced, that's fine. But that doesn't take into account teasers in the mm-hmm. case of this game, right? Because that was a big teaser game for the uh, the Titans. So let's say that uh, the Titans would have won the game by three. Well, then both sides of the teaser come in. At least now, if a, if a significant underdog does win outright, mm-hmm. at least you're you're knocking out uh, and probably the majority of the teasers the way the, the public likes yeah. to tease. Uh, favorites down, but uh, you know Saturday was uh, was a good morning for the house. The way uh, the games played out, uh, but the afternoon was a complete, uh, pretty much a sweep uh, by uh, uh, by the uh, the betters. They uh, they got uh, you know Christmas Eve uh, was uh, was uh, uh, we're happy to say that uh, uh, we made a lot of folks uh, smile uh, when they uh, <laughs> went to, uh, to to Christmas Eve mass. So, but that's uh, that's part of the uh, that's part of the game here. But overall. Uh, you know, a lot of action for the weekend. Yesterday was uh, went went well, uh, went pretty good as well, because uh, you had that uh, you know a mix. Uh, but I would say yesterday, uh, Saturday morning much better, uh, and Saturday overall much better than uh, than yesterday. What about tonight? Tonight, I mean, we're looking at you know this game tonight. Uh, this game is charged. We're, we're going to need the Colts here uh, so far. Now that could change. I don't see it changing a whole lot. Uh, South Point at three and a half, and, and toggling back and forth between three and a half and four. Uh, so what we're seeing is uh, once it gets to four, uh, professionals uh, uh, get get involved and and grab the four. The Colts have had some success against this division overall, uh, right, guys? But again, you've got a a, a lot of uh, uh, a lot of problems with the Colts, the Chargers, uh, trying to uh, get get themselves into the the playoffs here, and I think that's driving a lot of the public's. Money right now. That hey, listen, the Chargers are the better team. Mm-hmm. They need to get in the playoffs, so they're going to go with the favorite tonight. Vinny, we talk a lot about power ratings on here because I just think that people need to mm-hmm. kind of really understand. Like that's you know, at the end of the day, what we think uh, how good a team is like, doesn't mm-hmm. really matter. It's what you guys think and where you have these guys rated and whatnot. So here we go with the Eagles going out. They put up 34 points with Gardner Minshew against this Cowboys team. Arguably could have won the game or at least put themselves in position to win the game. Miles Sanders goes and fumbles the ball and and, and they have no shot after that. But where does this Eagles team now, let's just assume yep. that, that Hurts is going to, is you know, let's assume that, let's, let's do the two different exercise here. Where are the Eagles power rated if it's Gardner Minshew the rest of the way? This this Hurts injury is way worse than we think. And then where does this, where do they kind of set in if he comes back in the well, I think you're probably looking at you know uh, you, you, the difference, but you know from a power rating standpoint, 
Probably a couple of points, mm-hmm. right? I mean, we did see some success against a you know a, a, a decent you know mm-hmm. a pretty good Cowboys team, right? Particularly defensively, although you know they, they did give up thirty four points to the Eagles. But it's the Eagles. The Eagles mm-hmm. are good. Their defense is good. Uh, they've got other off and their offensive weapons are good. Now, I'm not saying that uh, Gardner Minshew is anything like Jalen Hurts, particularly uh, you know when when you know uh, the way Hurts can take off yeah. and be a, a, such a running threat, but. I also think you take into consideration too, guys, going into the into the playoffs, the fact that the Eagles they need to lose their remaining two games, and the Vikings have to win their remaining two games for the Eagles to get knocked out of that number one seed. I don't think that's personally going to happen. So, I think they're going to have that first round by, which means I believe that Jalen Hurts is going to be back, mm-hmm. you know, for the play. That's that's our you know belief right yep. now. Now, if it doesn't, then again, like I said, a couple of points, but that's also. Higher, Matt. A few weeks ago, we had this conversation yeah. about hypotheticals, you yeah. know, about a Super Bowl and everything. It was probably, you know, a two, uh, uh, two and a half point difference uh, at that time, you know, between the Eagles and let's say the uh, the Chiefs and the Bills, right, or the Bills and the Chiefs uh, in that order. But right now, uh, you know what? They're closer to uh, to those two teams, uh, probably about a point and a half mm-hmm. or so. I mean, and again, when you when you look at the uh, the the hypothetical or potential. Uh, Super Bowl number right now, NFC versus AFC. It's come down in the last couple yeah. of weeks because the Eagles have narrowed that gap. It's predicated on the Eagles in the NFC and the Bills and the Chiefs in the AFC. Vinny, of the uh, collection of garbage that is in the in the NFC behind Philadelphia, <laughs> the uh, the 49ers, we'll throw the Vikings in there. I know Twitter hates them. And the Cowboys, Tampa, Giants, Commanders, Seahawks, Lions, Panthers, Packers. We're not even counting New Orleans in this. Who's the highest power-rated team still of, of those teams? Is it still Tampa Bay? Despite no, it's the, the Cowboys. It, no, the, not, I didn't throw the Cowboys. Cowboys aren't in that. Oh, okay. Cowboys are, are in a good division. Um, I think if... Well, the the Giants are in a good division too, but you threw them in there. No, 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 no. no. I mean, like the Cowboys are in the collection of the of the quality teams and the the, okay. the eleven plus win teams. Uh, I would say uh, probably the Buccaneers because there's the perception in there, right? I, I mean, I, there's not a lot of uh, buy-in still uh, with the uh, uh, with the Giants, uh, certainly, uh, or the Commanders. Uh, no, but it's it's about the Eagles, the Vikings, and the Niners. And maybe in actually, if you you almost have to flip the the Vikings and the Niners the way the supporters come in for the Niners, and frankly, their defense uh, is better uh, than the Vikings. So, uh, but of of the teams that you mentioned there, uh, Jeff, it's uh, probably the Buccaneers. Uh, uh, Yikes! Because of Brady. That's Brady, yeah. We got about a minute. How are they? Yeah. How are they betting the? Uh, how are they betting the bowl semifinal? They're betting. They're they're pretty steady mm-hmm. guys. To be honest with mm-hmm. you, still uh, six and a half and seven and a half respectively on on the games right now. Um, so I, I have to tell you the the interesting thing about them is there's a, more of a stay away from the rest of the bowl games mm-hmm. right now and a wait and see because of mainly because of opt outs. Yeah. Not even, we knew we already knew about the injuries, uh, but Georgia holding steady at six and a half. Will we get to seven? Quite possibly, uh, and uh, Michigan. Open nine that come down to seven and a half, which it is right now, has remained pretty pretty much the same. I think what we'll see is more money as we get into uh, uh, this uh, New Year's weekend, and what kind of carryover goes to them because it's not just carryover from the other bowls; it's going to be carryover from uh, the NFL games. Does this it week. get to the full touchdown on Georgia? It could. It, it wouldn't shock me if it did. It I could. imagine. Imagine people look up there and say. I'll take the six and a half. Yeah. Yeah, whenever they're making the decision there at the end. He is Sports Betting Hall of Famer. You can find him on the Twitter machine at Vison Vinny. He is Vinny Mayo. Vinny, thanks for the time, my Good man. to be with you guys. When we come back, we are going to run through the props for this Monday night football game. A little prop watch.
This is VSIN's Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Watch football with a little bit more on the line by playing free in the Guinness Time Challenge. Just visit DraftKings.com slash Guinness to set your lineup and watch the action unfold as you play for your share of $115,000 all season long. Guinness made of more. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com for details. So here we go, man. Just like breaking news all over the place here. Things happening today. Coaches getting fired Quarterbacks are getting concussed, all kinds of things going on around here. Jeff and then Saturday it comes through. Win, Jeff Saturday it, may be winning a game. Then it comes through <laughs> that Derrick Henry on a short week has a hip injury, and this is unfortunate for anybody in their fantasy championship this year because he has a hip injury, and as we just mentioned, this game means bupkis for them this week. It means nothing. So I, I will almost guarantee as I sit here, and I've never been a doctor for even one minute in my whole life, that he is not going to play this Thursday because why would you if he has any sort of injury whatsoever? Jeff, this is now up to 10 in favor of the Cowboys. And I said to you, do I lay the 10 here with the Cowboys? Because this could be a this could be an utter beatdown here. So this is a fascinating one now because the spot, if we're going off spots here, Matt Brown, yeah. This is an absolutely horrific spot for Dallas yeah. going on the road on a Thursday night, short week after beating again. I don't care to do was Gardner Minshew. They had to come from behind and win yeah. that game. And they did. And they technically are still alive to get the one seed as crazy as that is. But I mean, what if you're the tightest of the, t- but, 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 this, means but, nothing. but this could be, this could legitimately be, the, the 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 Vanderbilt Commodores playing well, this game. Well, that's what like this, it, since this game means absolutely nothing. Is this the game because you don't trust Malik Willis to throw the ball like in a game that matters? Is this where they just go, okay, let's try to get this guy as many opportunities as possible to throw the ball? He might throw four picks in this game. Like we might uh, like this could be this could be fantastic. Like, oh boy, you there could be two defensive scores for for Dallas so, in this game. So like, here's this here's the one concern with what you yeah. just said. You're dealing with a young guy who made a mistake in the preseason and Vrabel and company really went hard on him. And I don't think Willis has mentally recovered from that. Yeah. And that was a preseason game. What happens if Willis goes out there and they let's say, you know what? We're going to throw the ball, even though he's proven he can't throw the ball at an NFL level yet. <laughs> and he throws four inter- and he has a Peterman <laughs> and he throws five interceptions and uh, he's he completing 50% of his passes. And then in the game, you have to win next week. You have a guy who had like, all mentally messed up. That's the only concern with that. I was thinking you're going to go, you know what? Why don't we run the read option for the entire game against Dallas since it doesn't matter? And if it works, maybe we're on to something. Well, I mean, there, there's also that. I mean, I think that the strategy is certainly going to change. But, again, this thing is now 10 in favor of of the Cowboys. Also, the total, as you would imagine, plummeting down to 42 and this, it might, it's, it's probably, it might go lower unless they, unless people just think the Cowboys can put up 40 on their own. <laughs> like, unless they think that that's the scenario here, but we shall see. Uh, we just had Vinny in here. And if you are in Vegas or heading to Vegas, they run this cool little college bowl jackpot parlay thing. It's only $5 to fill out one of these cards. It's a $25,000 guaranteed contest. No point spreads or anything like that. You just basically pick a winner. Ties actually are a win as well. There are a couple of totals on here, but you can't tie on those. They did add, add half points on those. But again, it's only 5 bucks. It's 25000 guaranteed. He said it always blasts through the guarantee. And of course, that money goes back into the pot as well. So if you are in Vegas or heading to Vegas here over the next few days, head down to South Point. Five bucks, you could take home winner take all, 25 grand or more. Maybe it's 30 grand, something like that. So uh, another way you can get in on some action here 
in Vegas. Now, it is time. We punted this for a couple of segments, but we're going to Prop 1. See, that's what you do, Jeff. So next time, I can't. I can't. Next time, as has been proven in the past, I can't whisper. Kelly Bidlin is already. Uh, already you don't, you don't have it in you, huh? I don't have it. No. All right. Well. All right. Originally. That's that's. Well, I guess I'll hold. I'll just retain that. Uh, I'll just retain that then. So I'm not. I'm not too worried about it. I'll. I'll go ahead and do that. All right. So here we go. On a passing standpoint, right now, Justin Herbert, two eighty and a half. Nick Foles, two thirty one and a half. Touchdowns for both guys set at a, a touchdown and a half. Completions, 26 and a half for Herbert, 20 and a half for Foles. Attempts, a little bit higher for Herbert, as you would imagine, likely to run more plays. They are favored in the game and whatnot. 37 and a half, 33 and a half attempts there for Foles. Both set at a half an interception. Anything here kind of get to you? I do think it's interesting that we are sitting, you know, way up at 280 and a half there for, uh, for Justin Herbert. But again, this is now a full complement of weapons for him, and you would think if you believe that, you know, this coaching staff is actually sharp, that maybe they would take advantage of that. Again, this indie defense has plummeted over the last, a little bit over a month of the, the season here where it was at least middle of the pack for a good bit. It is now in the bottom third, if not the bottom six or seven in a bunch of statistical categories. Can I get a prop of Joe Lombardi calling a play call on third and two for Herbert where he has to throw behind the line of scrimmage in order to pick up the two yards. <laughs> Can I get that prop? I mean, because you know it's going to happen at least twice in this game. Uh, in all seriousness, though, look, Herbert attempts is always one that you try mm-hmm. to pick on. I know it's a giant number at 37 and a half. If you think, the char- if you think this game is going to be close, that's an over. Mm-hmm. If you think this game is going to be a wipeout, you have to stay out of it. Because if this is a wipeout with the Chargers doing the wiping, up, uh, wiping out of the Colts, which... You have to imagine that the Colts are not capable of getting a 33-0 lead two consecutive weeks. Then you're looking at uh, you're looking at Herbert's attempts uh, being a little more dangerous. I don't know how you can possibly bet any Nick Foles props tonight. Yeah. You have no clue what you're you, – you think you know what you're getting, but you're not certain of what you're getting. Now, if you, you could get something that's very similar to what we've seen from Matt Ryan all year, probably going over on the attempts because – no, Jonathan Taylor. Indy might abandon the run, but who? I again, who, I again, I, I. This coaching staff is so bad at this point, and this offensive coaching staff again. Part of the reason they blew that lead that it seems like everyone has forgotten. The Colts' offensive coaching staff forgot you could run the football and take time off the clock when you're up mm-hmm. 33 points last week. Yeah, I mean, it, for me, I'm looking here. This thing actually, as we're as we're on air, just bumped up to 282 and a half for Justin Herbert on the passing yards. While I think he's he. I, well, I think he's going to have success against this team. Like, I think you could only take the the under here for a couple of different reasons, like you just mentioned. It's just like there are a lot of outcomes in which maybe this game does get out of hand in favor of the Chargers because Foles could just be absolutely horrendous. We hadn't seen him play in over a year. I mean, like, he could be terrible, right? Or this team has just absolutely quit. And, and in that case, then you you have a situation where they, you know, by the middle of the third quarter, they're just they're running the ball. They're not throwing it. You know, they're not tra- taking any. They're not being aggressive, you know, pushing it downfield and different things like that. And so, you know, on top of the number being pretty big as it is anyway, I think I would only lean towards that. I actually have it 
when I kind of ran my stuff earlier today at right on this number, kind of like 278 mm-hmm. um, and a half. But again, I have it as a more pass-happy game script. I also have it as them having some success in this game as well. So again, all that factors in with all this. If you think I mean, if you think this Colts defense sh- shuts them down, then this, like you said, this is auto. This is like an auto under for you for sure because, I mean, 282, 280 is a lot of pass yards for a passing prop. For sure, no doubt about it. So let's head over to the running backs, take a look here from a rushing standpoint, see if there's anything we may like here in this one. Um, for me, I'm like, look, 55 on Austin Eckler, Zach Moss is sitting at 52 and a half, Deion Jackson is sitting at 30 and a half, and then Herbert, you know, you're looking at a couple of scrambles there for him to get to eight and a half. For me, it really depends on where you think the bulk of the carries are going to come from, from the Colts side of things, because if you think that this is going to get split 50-50, I think these numbers are fairly appropriate. If you think that they're going to actually give one of these two guys the lead role here, then I think you could, and honestly, you would really hope that it would be Deion Jackson that they would give the lead role. If that's the case, then this number is obviously far too low for him, but I just don't, you know, again, we can't, we can't read minds, right? So we don't know exactly how they're going to approach this thing. Trying to figure out what the Colts are doing offensively prop-wise is impossible. It just is. So mm-hmm. nothing on those backs. Matt, do you take a shot on an equa rushing yard prop? Now, I know that it's a dangerous game when you're dealing with this offense the mm-hmm. way that it's coordinated. But do you take a shot on Eckler's over 55 and a half rushing yards and just hope that this is a, this is a game that's like, let's say it's a two-touchdown game, so it's not a big enough beatdown mm-hmm. in order to – Put pull right. Eckler completely, but it's a two touchdown game. So it's like, all right, if Eckler just we just control the clock and Austin Eckler is a big rushing day, we can win this. We can we win this game comfortably. I wonder if that's worth a shot tonight, going over fifty five and a half rushing yards. I actually went on the receiving side. With I don't Eckler mind that either tonight. So for whatever reason. The Colts are, like, weirdly bad at defending opposing backs out of the backfield. They're 28th in the NFL in defending in defending receiving backs out of the backfield. And if you look at this 32-and-a-half number that you have on Eckler from a receiving standpoint, which actually, oh, I see on the graphic, has gone up to 35-and-a-half. But he had cleared that, when I bet it at 32-and-a-half, he had cleared that number in 10 of 14 games. He's got 10 games of at least six targets, so we're just looking for opportunity mainly when it comes to all this. And listen, if we want to go like median mean stuff here, his mean average over the course of the year is 43.3 yards per game, and his median comes in at 47.5. So you get a mean median both here that gets you over even the 35.5 total here. Again, I, I look, three yards from a, from a receiver in a back situation is a lot when we're talking from a prop standpoint. But again, it would be an over or pass for me. We'll give our final thoughts here on Monday Night Football. Circle back to some of these props as well. This is VSIN's Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. The countdown to 2023 has started, and Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook has you covered to start the new year off with a bang. Join Bet Rivers on both New Year's Eve and New Year's Day to ring in 2023. Log on to BetRivers.com and download the Bet Rivers app on December 31st to receive a 22% profit boost, and then log in again on January 1, 2023, for a 23% profit boost on any qualifying wager. That's right. Celebrate Bet Rivers, not one, but two 
profit boost. It's a whole new game. So we had a coach get fired today mm-hmm. in Denver. Yep. We wanted to one-up this with Tua Tagovailoa going into the concussion protocol again. Lines start moving. And then we get the news that Derrick Henry on a short week dealing with a little bit of a hip issue and you read between the lines and you know that this game means absolutely nothing for the Titans. It is all a week 18 showdown with the Jags this, that matters. Kind of brings us to our pro tip this hour. Just as we approach these last couple of weeks of the season in the NFL, just be aware of these teams' situations and their motivations as we enter these last couple of weeks. Because again, as we said, at this point now with no Derrick Henry and whatever, like maybe Tennessee tries either a comp- like you said a, one way or the other, just a completely drastic Run the like, game play, right? Like yeah, one way <laughs> or the other, right? Or like I was even saying, and you know, I was I was saying it more, kind of kidding, but I, honestly, I don't think reps would hurt Malik Willis. The, the, what you did bring up is a valid point that you don't want to kill the kid's confidence or something, but like they haven't let this kid throw at all in games. And so it's kind of like in a game that means nothing, do you just say, Hey, we're going to, we're going to call 40 throws. Like, you know, like you're, you're going to throw, we need you to get some reps. I want you to get some of these routes that we think that you're, you know, maybe lacking a little bit in. We want to see what you can do and all this. Stuff. So I don't know. Just, just at least handicap these teams' motivations and, and, and what they've got going on with some of these situations. Because I, I do think maybe from this Titans deal, and by the way, this total's now falling all the way to 41 and a half in this game, um, it could get you know completely out of control. Dallas sitting as a 10-point favorite. And honestly, it's got to be a Dallas or pass, even at this number. I can't imagine taking the Titans in this thing. Let's uh, let's just move to the uh, – let's just move to Week 18 for Tennessee at this point. Let's just – Fast forward. I mean, look, they hit the fast forward. Just hit the fast forward button. You already lost to the Texans again. By the way, the Texans are going to end up over, end up 500 in the division again for the second straight year. Just, 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 just look at that in a second, Matt. But you know, it's just one of these now where, first off, Matt, uh, I'll say this to a national audience that truly does not care about what's going to come out of my mouth uh, because our producer Steph is lamenting the fact that she has Derrick Henry in fantasy football (laughs) championships this week. I have officially retired from fantasy football, in part because of nonsense like this. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's 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 fun until it's not. You know, I mean, it's like it's fun until yeah, it, it was until fun, you lose. It was, it was fun, fun until now, you. Now it's, it's, a, it's been it's really fun not until fun not, for five years know, like now. One of those, yeah. one of those type deals. Um, as we sit right now, Chargers are three and a half point road favorites over the Colts in this Monday Night Football game tonight. Forty-four and a half is your total across the board. Again, I took the Chargers on the opener as three-point favorites. I have a pretty strong... So here is actually my take on this, Jeff. I'm curious as to what you think. Mm-hmm. I think you, if you're playing the Colts, you're just playing the money line on the Colts because it has to be a complete disaster, basically, from the Chargers in this, and it's not even going to be one of those games where it's like, oh, it's close. It's just the Chargers lose this game because they somehow figure a way to turn the ball over three or four times. Outside of that, I think that this is one of those deals where the Chargers could kind of run away. I don't. I don't... I don't... I think if you want the Colts side, you just want the money line. I think if you want the Chargers side, I would even entertain, and I might whenever we get off of here and go look around, entertain an alt line here too because I think that there is a pretty distinct possibility for a complete no-show from this Colts team tonight and or the combination of a no-show and a Nick Foles-led offense that is just even worse than what was happening with Matt Ryan. And, and you know, I think that's certainly within the range of outcomes here for a guy that's been playing on the practice squad all year long. The only reason I'm not with you on that is because something like last week, now not as extreme, down mm-hmm. up 33 nothing, blowing a 36-3 lead. Like, I, I, I don't see that uh, happening. 
But you are in a scenario where it would not shock me if Indy comes out here, is up 10 nothing, and because Jeff Saturday and, and the Colts have been outscored by roughly uh, 100 the last two weeks in the second mm-hmm. half, uh, they, they uh, would not shock me if this turns into an implosion and the Chargers win this game by three. That's the only thing that I'm hesitant with. Now, if there's going to be a blowout here, I don't. if you think the Chargers are going to win, I don't mind the blowout angle because yeah. – I have a hard time seeing Indy winning. I could see Indy gets the lead, blows it and covers, finds a way to cover. But if the Chargers get out early, and I don't usually advocate this, but if the Chargers are, let's say the Chargers get an opening drive touchdown and get a stop, I know it will be a big-time bloated number from what I closed at. I would not be not have a problem laying big number in game because if Indy gets down and it's the Chargers move right down the field on the opening drive, get an easy touchdown – you might be looking at a total beatdown tonight. Yeah. The uh, again, Colts have lost their last four games. No Jonathan Taylor for the people who haven't been paying attention. He's gone for the season. Also, Kenny Moore starting corner for them, also out tonight. Could come into play considering this is the uh, one of the first times that the complete Charger offense will have uh, multiple weeks to kind of prepare for a game together. I mean, this is a team that has had either Eckler or Williams or. Keenan Allen out at one time or another basically all season long. And so now a couple of weeks in a row getting together, probably getting some of that chemistry back together as well. We did see Foles play last year. Do want to bring that up. Played for the Bears. He came out, threw for 250, threw for a touchdown, and didn't throw a pick. So there is that. That last time we did see him, he did play a pretty decent game. That being said, as we said, he did mention he did mention that he has not played uh, any snaps with the offense this year and has been completely on the uh, on the scout team. Chargers will get back Sebastian Joseph Day tonight. They will get back Derwin James as well. Big boost there on the defensive side of the ball. Kind of a tale of two different teams here over the last five weeks of the season, Jeff, as we were talking about where this Charger defense that was really, really bad at the beginning then just bad towards the middle has now kind of some- figured something out here since – you know, over the last five weeks, sixth overall DVO, DVOA defense. And again, that is opponent-adjusted DVOA. Tenth versus the pass, tenth versus the run, and then non-adjusted for opponent. Fifth in passing success rate allowed, and then tenth in rushing success rate allowed. So basically a top-ten unit here over the last five weeks of the season. Some of those stats, of course, are some of those, some of those are not opponent-adjusted as well. Indy defense, on the other hand, 23rd DVOA, 26th against the run, 26th against the pass, 26th in EPA per play allowed as well. So that just all of this, and and then again, the psychological thing from last week, and I know there's nothing to quantify that, but there has to be at least a little bit of a hangover from what happened last week as well. I mean, you, you, you blow that has to be as big of an emotional letdown that there possibly is. I, uh, all that just kind of leads me here to this, to this chargers bet. Again, uh, I not betting this one. I'm going to be a, and I look for in-game opportunities, and again, you're dealing with a coaching staff that is not an NFL-level coaching staff anymore in Indy. One other, uh, one other play in this game for me, I did have an Austin Eckler receiving over on a yardage standpoint. Again, for whatever reason, I don't know if the Colts linebackers just either don't cover well or they're slow or whatever it is, but uh, backs have had a good time catching the ball against this team. They're 28th defending opposing backs from in a receiving standpoint over the course of the season. This was at 32 and a half when I bet it. It's up to 35 and a half now, but I don't think it's unbettable here, but certainly three yards is massive in a prop market. So I do want to at least bring that up. But when this was sitting at the 32 and a half mark, 10 of 14 games, Austin Eckler had gone over this total. And 
The other thing we're just looking for when we bet these props is opportunity. He's had at least six targets in 10 games so far this year. So, I mean, this guy is just a full-on receiver for this squad. And if you look at kind of his mean median over the course of the season, mean yardage for him, which is just the average, which we don't really like to do from a prop betting standpoint because things can get skewed so massively if you have a one huge game. Um, the mean sitting at 45.3 yards, but it does match up with his median production as well, which comes in at 47 and a half yards. So again, everything kind of points to an over there as well. But if this does go really, really south for the Colts quickly, then this prop could be dead on arrival because there's no need to dump it off out of the backfield to, to your back because, as we talked about, you could just run it and run the clock out and, and things like that. So there, there, there are paths to this not getting home as well. For sure. 100%. 100%. Again, it's, yeah, look, man, this is, we're getting down to the nitty gritty here. We're getting down to these games where a lot of these games now, of course, this means something for the mm-hmm. Chargers. They win, they clinch a playoff berth and are back in there. First time Herbert would be in the postseason mm-hmm. uh, with, with a win tonight. But we're going to have a whole bunch of games this up these next two weeks that are completely meaningless to everyone involved. Yeah. Oh, so no. these prop markets are going to be really fascinating to watch. To recap uh, the news here, while we were on, Tua Tagovailoa does enter the concussion protocol. What that did to the line, the Dolphins move from one-point road favorites over the Patriots. Now, it's as high as two-and-a-half uh, at, at some of these books out here. So we have, look, not a huge, huge flip and through the zeros, not that big of a deal. But basically what this does do is, is move this into, if you have any inkling to want to play the Dolphins in a teaser, you could do that because that has started to move this total falling and continuing to fall all the way down to 41-and-a-half at a book out there as well. So things we will continue to monitor throughout the course of this week because, man, there's going to be more news come out as well as we as we get closer to these last couple of weeks where some teams, things to play for, other teams, eh, not so much. We're going to be looking at next year and seeing if we can't rally for Jeff. I'm Matt. Talk to you guys tomorrow.